Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Camille from sunny California, and you're listening to the Coffee Chat with Camille show, which is the podcast series that interviews various guests about real-life topics for people who love to learn. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Coffee Chat with Camille. We have a very special guest. His name is Ed Perko. He's going to talk to us briefly about the strategies for achieving financial freedom. Let me give you just a little bit about Ed, and then I'm going to allow him to tell his own story. Ed Perko is an experienced and respected professional in the mortgage industry with over 25 years of experience as the founder and CEO of Lending for Living. He has a passion for helping clients navigate the complex process of purchasing a home with ease and understanding. Ed's best-selling book, Financial Freedom, Building Personal Wealth Through Home Ownership, provides practical advice and insights on how to create personal wealth through real estate investment. He's also a host of the Our Hard Radio talk show called Real Estate Turkey and the Inner Edison Podcast. Ed shares his knowledge and experience to help others achieve their financial goals. He is also featured is also featured was excuse me he was also featured in the nine part docu series Hacking Real Estate produced by Revealed Films where he shared his expertise in real estate investment with his unique perspective as a proud veteran of the United States Navy yay Ed is committed to empowering his clients to achieve their financial aspirations, and build personal wealth through real estate investment. Ed Perco is an inspiration to those in the mortgage industry and a true asset to those who seek his guidance. I left in our show notes for you, the wonderful listeners and audience out there, his um, link so that you can um, buy his book um, at www.edperco.com dot com forward slash book or just uh edperco.com okay so let's get um let's talk to ed okay one moment hi ed welcome welcome hi thanks for having me really appreciate it (laughs) yes it's a pleasure absolutely a pleasure um, okay, we have a lot to unpack here, so I'm going to get into our interview. Can you please tell us about your background and how you became an expert in the mortgage industry and home buying process? All right, so um, I don't know how long we have, but I'll, I'll shorten it down. So um, you said sunny California. Where are you out of? L.A. Camille, L.A.? Okay, yeah, I, so I was in the Navy. I was down in San Diego. I was down there for 20 years, yes. and that's where I got into the mortgage industry and yes. um, then moved up to Northern California a few years ago. But what, what happened is when I first got in, you know, I was in the Navy. I got my bachelor's and master's I was in, and then I did a bunch of different things, and then I got in the mortgage industry, and I, I actually 
liked helping people with numbers, understanding the process and how easy it was to actually own a home. People think the process is very difficult. Um, right now, it's a little difficult just being able to find a home, especially in California because of our limited inventory, and which is going to be here for a very long time. But just from years of doing this, I've been doing this for over 25 years, which I, and it's changed a lot, but it's changed to where it's so much easier. And that's why I wrote my book, just the same way that I would qualify somebody is how the book is set up. So we look at your credit, the first part, and, and then we go into your, your income and assets. But the most important thing that is just building, helping people. I've helped so many people that every time I talk to them, somebody new, it's they just they're so overwhelmed with the process. And that was one of the reasons I started the radio show in 2018. I know I'm unpacking a lot, but in 2018, uh, radio they brought me a, an opportunity to get on radio and to talk about because I want to educate people on the process because a lot of people during that period of time saw their parents lose their homes during 2000, from 2008 to 2012 and swore they never wanted to be in the same situation and thought that they should never own a home. And I wanted to educate them on the fact of why you want to own a home and how it builds personal wealth, how it changes your family dynamics by having that home and moving forward because it, it does, it changes everything in that family going forward. And that's kind of how what I do on a daily basis. All right, excellent. Can I answer Thank your question? You. <laughs> yes. I'm a, I'm a host, so yeah, I can um, talk forever, so you really get <laughs> Yes, and also... Um, uh, I scheduled this for about 30 minutes, but if if you okay. need more time, I can extend it, okay? But uh, And we no, just have 10 questions, okay? okay? So I apologize if I didn't make that clear to you. Um, but okay, yeah. uh, second question, how do you help sales professionals differentiate themselves from their competition using their unique qualities? All right, so um, when I was in college and I was going through a sales program, my professor, that was a long time ago, he was like, remember this concept, four aces and a joker. Yes, it's a winning hand in poker, but four aces stand for attitude, commitment, enthusiasm, and smile, the things that you bring to the table. And the joker is that unique ability that you have that somebody else doesn't have or something that you've learned. I sold by the phone for 18 years and I didn't realize until I got on radio that I had a deeper voice and that was probably why it was so easy for me to talk to people on the phone because of how I sounded. So that was my unique ability. It's finding your unique ability that you have in your when you're in sales or learning one. And what I, we created was we created this thing called Aces 53 off of that whole thing because the 53rd card in a deck is the, is the first joker. So that's why we call it ACES 53. And we go through the process of explaining on Tuesdays the attitude, commi commitment, enthusiasm, smile, that part that's yours. We go through that. And we go through many different things. And on Thursday, we bring in somebody who is a joker who has that unique ability that you can learn. And it's important to know who you are. And when you're in sales, it's huge. A lot of people think sales is a four-letter word or it's bad. No, every you have marketing. Nothing gets transacted and, and sold until somebody sells that in a company. And that's why you need to know what your unique ability is. And if you don't have one, one of the persons I do it with is called uh, Brian Galky and it's subtle skills.com. 
and he helps you read people's faces by their eyebrows. There's certain things on their faces, facial features, so you can actually know how to talk to them ahead of time, and that's a unique ability you can learn. Okay, excellent. And can you share some examples of how you have helped clients achieve financial freedom? Sure. All right, so there's a bunch of them, but here, here's the easiest one that I, I could come to mind. I had a couple, husband and wife, who lived up in where I was, and they owned a home. And they always wanted to move to San Clemente and own a duplex down there by the beach. So we put a process together to where they were able to do that and purchase that duplex with an FHA loan with with FHA loans on a, a duplex or or a or three unit or four unit. As long as you live in one of the units, you can use the rent to offset your you know your um, the cost. And so I helped them purchase that property six years ago, and now that pro and it went from at the time was nine hundred fifty thousand now it's worth over two million. So, so doing certain things on purchasing property over time is is how you build i mean 90 percent of the people out there um who own who became millionaires did it through real estate and i know millionaire doesn't sound like much these days but you know it was big a while back now it's billionaires you know so yes right yeah um Thank you. And then how important is financial literacy when it comes to real estate education? I think financial literacy is huge. And one of the downturns that we have in our school system is we don't, they don't teach any of that. They don't teach you what is a credit card, how to use a credit card, how to, how to do the small things to where you get a, a FICO score so that you can purchase. Uh, one of the things is people don't understand how important credit is. Credit is so important today. It's the most important thing when you go in to buy a home. Three-quarters of the people out there have a FICO score over 700. Back in 2008 when we had that downturn, three-quarters of the people had a FICO score under 640. So the world has changed, but and with that, every time we look at we look at credit because the difference between somebody with a 740 and, seven, um, and a 640, excuse me, there's 17 times more likely to go in foreclosure. So if we can set you up from the beginning on understanding how to use your credit, how to use a credit card, and and so you don't get into trouble, that will help you. It's like going to school and you fail your first year as a freshman, and then how many years it does it take you to get your, your GPA back up to somewhere decent because of those mess-ups you did? That's the same thing with credit. So if we can get you from the beginning to fix it and understand how to use it to only put 10 to 30% of your limit on your credit card on a, a normal basis and how to pay it off and how to build more and how to then doing that, just that little financial literacy, it then teach you how to have a budget. So, and people go budget was a budget. Well, and then we explain that to you because just because I can qualify you for a certain house doesn't mean that that's the payment you want to, for your budget. And we have, so it's, I want to go back to, it's so important to understand that. And I wish we could teach that in schools again today, but we just don't. Yeah, that's true. And um, what strategies do you recommend for someone looking to break into the mortgage industry? Break into it, meaning get into it as a salesperson like me or get a loan? Um, a salesperson like you. Um, well, I would tell you don't get into this industry right now. 
here our problem right now is well no let me explain right right now is not the best farm but maybe in a year and here's the reason i say this is in california example we normally do 450,000 transactions a year purchases you know that changes hands last year we did 260 some thousand and right now we're on schedule to only do between 161 to 181,000 transactions in the whole state of california if wow. you look in my small town of Modesto, we're doing about 240 transactions a month, which is so far down than what we're used to. A third of all transactions are still cash. That leaves two-thirds with loans on them. Well, that only means there's 200 loans being done in our, in our area, and there's approximately probably 2,000 loan officers in our area. Are you following those numbers? It's just so unless you're in the I, top echelon, the one percent or two percent, yeah, the one percent or two percent, you're starving. You're going to get another job because you just can't. You're just not getting the the loans right now. There's no refinances right now that, that we were used to, and in our industry, there's two things you do. You do you do purchases or refinances, and refinance can be a reverse mortgage that kind of stuff. And you normally can offset the years where you don't do a lot of purchases with some refinances. But where we went up in the last six months from a 3% to a 7% interest rate, that changed a lot of dynamics of who could afford a home, who thought the market was falling. We're now on the other side of that, and the rates are coming back down, but we're still in the sixes and the high fives. So for somebody like me who's been in it for 25 years, when I first got in the first year, I was taking people from 13 to 9, and they loved me. Now, you know, back during the 2020 and 21, if you gave somebody a 3% or a little bit higher, they thought you were taking advantage of them. And so it's just a different world right now, and until we get through this process, it's just very difficult to jump right into this industry. And that's the same for real estate, too. Yes. Thank you very much. And then what advice do you have for young professionals looking to achieve financial freedom and build wealth in the long term? Buy every every piece of real estate you can get your hands on. And you're going to say, huh? And the reason is we're in California, since you're here, I'll say that in the next five years, 70% 70% of the people of in California will have to rent because they will not be able to afford the cost of the of the houses. So that's oh, why you're no. seeing all the yeah, that's why you're seeing all these um companies, corporations, REITs, er, everything that's out there is trying to pick up every piece of real estate. So nor, normally you compete against just other homeowners. Now you're competing against individual investors trying to buy them, institutions trying to buy them. One in four homes right now is being sold to an investor of some sort. So that's taking a lot of things off the market. The other thing is if somebody has a really low interest rate and they have to move, they're only moving because they have to. If you have, and So let me back up one more second. So in 2020 and 2021, there was $12 trillion of mortgage debt out there. We refinanced $10 trillion of that into very low interest rates. So what that did is it took ten trillion, you know, basically of debt that people will not want to get rid of because they don't want to go from a low interest rate to a higher interest rate to get an extra bedroom for a kid that you know if they have another baby coming, which they normally make that change. So those changes aren't happening. So what that's doing is it's limiting the inventory out there. So as a homeowner, if you're going to 
You need to own a home. That is the how you build personal wealth. Most people don't have an IRA, 401k, or 403b, but they can buy a home and they can build wealth that way. It's just going to be more difficult over the next few years to do this, but it's it's imperative in the next five years that you get in because eventually you're probably not going to be able to because you're going to be priced out of the market. And the reason we're being priced out of the market in California is we're not building any homes. In the area I live in, we normally do a, in Modesto, the city, normally do a 1,000 homes a year. We're at 100 homes a year of building. We're so far behind on building that we need to build 17 million homes over the next decade to get caught up. And we're still only at recently 1.4 million, right, that they're on schedule. And this is multifamily and single-family homes. So we're still 500,000 short a year because of the household creations are usually between one point right around 1.9 million household created a year and we're not even doing enough to offset that number and so that's the only issue i see so going back to your question what should I, if you have a chance the payment's going to be higher than you probably want i would still tell you to purchase that home today because you will eventually be able to refinance into lower rates going forward if you late wait till lower rates going forward, that just brings more people who are doing the same thing back in the market as each 1% interest rates go back down. And we're going to see a huge change over the next six months to a year in the interest rate going down because of the recession. Okay. I hope I answered your question. I know I was a long yeah. answer there. Yeah, it was, but it was very interesting. I was trying to really follow. I have to really concentrate because I'm not that, you know, like familiar with your topic here, but I do know about, you know, ownership, renting, and all that good stuff. So, at any well, rate, if you, but, if you, I, I know you have 10 questions, but if you just look at what you just said, that's the average person. That's why I wrote my book. And it's, yeah. the book isn't for me to get more business. It's about educating people to understand the process and how easy it is so that you're not, you, you'll understand it. And once you read it, you'll understand that, hey, this is not that big of a deal. I can go do this too. It's just, and it's just a yeah. matter of how to get that into place for you. Yes, yes. Oh, excellent. Okay. And then can you please can can you please share a time when you had to overcome a significant challenge in your career and how you did so? All right, so 2006, most people know, especially in California, how bad it was. Um, that was a, pretty much that's with the start of the fall of the our industry, the mortgage industry, which because of programs that were put out there, and then we had a financial crisis. So that was 2008. That actually took my business that I had at that time, and I was like a lot of other ones. There was just nothing going on, and so I actually retooled. And during that period of time, um, so I, I ended up closing up that company and starting a new company. And what I did is I, I a lot of people were doing what was called short sales, and that was when you owe more on a house than it's worth, and the bank actually helps you. They'll negotiate it down and take a loss on it and be able to sell it. And I got into negotiating short sales for a bunch of agents and still doing loans. But the negotiating side, because it was just like doing a loan for somebody, but it was the opposite. It was with the bank. And so I, that's what I did. I retooled in the industry, did those that for about four years while I still was doing loans. But that's how I focused. I just I added another segment to my company, the new company, to where we did that kind of negotiating 
And that's how we changed to get through that process because that was another time where people were losing homes, but then people were buying those homes and they benefited from buying those homes. So, and that's what caused a lot of our issues in our area, but that's how I got through that time. It was, it was, it was a brutal time for all of us in our industry and and we'd never seen anything like that in history up until that point. And so that's how I got through that point in time. And now looking back, the next second time that was just as bad was just in the last six months where we went up 4% in interest rate, which I'd never seen that in 20-some years, 27 years of being in this industry. I've never seen rates go up that fast and that much. We've seen them go up fast, but only a 1% or 1.5%, never 4%. And so there's been some challenging that when that's why, why I'm, I'm not negative in my industry. I'm just, if you want to get into it, wait about six months to a year as these things unfold and everything gets easier. Okay, excellent. And then how do you use media such as radio, podcast, and video to educate and inspire your audience? Well, you know, um, when when I brought radio, when it was brought to me, I, I never listened to radio. I listened to, you know, satellite radio. I never, you know, just, I never listened to actual talk radio. But I didn't know until I got on how much people listen on talk radio. And it's changed. Um, it took me about two years for people to start trusting me on the radio and listening to me. But then after that, 50% of my business came from the radio. And then what we do to add to that is we do um, lives Monday through Friday at 8.30 about the market and stuff. So I bring my radio show host on with, and we do these lives at 8.30 on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. And then I do multiple other lives from the radio show. And what that does, it just gets you in front of everybody to where they see you. I think video is so important, and I've been doing it for a while now, while meaning a few years, and and YouTube and everything. It just allows people to understand because everybody goes to – the internet to figure out what they want to do and then they go from there to call you and then what i've seen recently is more and more people want to come in and meet you to make sure that you are who you say you are instead of just going online and going with online company and so it's it's drastically changed my business plus if you want to be the authority in your industry being on radio doing video and writing a book really helps because people think you're the authority because you have those things. And it it makes a huge difference. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you so much. And how do you leverage your military experience to better serve your clients and deliver value to your audience? Well, one of the things is when you're in the military, you, um, when you come out, there's a couple things where you're usually very direct because that's how you are in the military. You got to be direct to the point, and and also you have a attention to detail that you have to have while you're in the military. So those two things I bring to this industry, and people, so you, you either love me or hate me. I'm going to be very direct to you about where you are in your situation and what you need to do to get better at it. I'm not the person who's just going to fluff it and tell you, oh, you're. I'm going to give you the straight shot. I'm a straight shooter. That's what most people want in our industry. And then my attention to detail, uh, we create standard operating procedures, systems in place so that from start A to start B, we can get things done on a timely manner. And there's no issues, nothing falls out. 
I can do a transaction in nine days on a purchase and close in nine days. A lot of companies can't do that. We can, and that's what's important. So I, I used all that uh, what I did in the past to go forward to now to help my clients so that those we never ha- I never have a, a deal fallout. I never lose a deal because I said this and it no, doesn't happen in, in my company. If you come in with us, we get you into contract, and we don't do the real estate side. We just do the loan side. You will never fall out from us. You'll only cancel if you don't want the property, which is not what most people do. Okay. And then, oh, how does your experience as a veteran shape your perspective on client needs and aspirations? And how do you use that perspective to better serve your clients? All right. Um, so if I so I'm a veteran, and, and so when I work with veterans, I understand where they're coming from while they're, if they're in as still un, in service. I also do another podcast called Helping the Brave, which is for veterans once we take the uniform off about our transition and, cert, and that process. So if you're a veteran, I, I understand where you're coming from. I know where you're at but moving forward. And I also do a lot, since I'm a business owner, to help other business owners understand their process and how, uh, how to get a loan. But I use all my my past service is how I do everything and how I and I got rid of the negative, which most people don't understand what I mean by that is I don't, I like my normal time. It's 925, it's 1 o'clock, it's not 1300, it's not 1500. I'm not in the, I'm not in the medical field. I'm not in the military. And I also... Don't use acronyms in our industry. So when you talk to somebody, you should talk to them like a normal person. A lot of people in our industry will talk to you like you. They'll throw out acronyms and they'll throw certain certain things out there. You don't want that. You want to be talked to like a normal person. And that's how we do it. We help you through the process and we talk to you normally. Excellent. I don't know if I answered your question, Camille. (laughs) Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, it was excellent. And I want to thank you also for your service. I want to thank you for this outstanding interview. And um, I'd like to know what your favorite coffee or hot beverage is. Oh, well, it's coffee. Um, <laughs> and uh, it just it is coffee. I like coffee, and I like pretty much all coffee. Um, but there's um, – my wife likes a certain brand. So we have a whole a big machine at, at home. Um, we used yeah. to do Nespresso, but now we it grinds it, does everything. And there's a couple different versions of coffee. We just go to Sprouts in our area and just get the fresh and then take it home and grind it. But for the, um, yes. So I don't have a specific favorite. Um, I just okay. like it. But what I've found to make it so much better is, I don't know if you know about Premier Protein, that drink that where it's like where you can get protein in it and there's different flavors and I, yeah. I get the vanilla yeah, one. Premier. I use that as my milk instead of milk. Okay. And that has drastically okay. changed how good my coffees are. So. Oh, I'm going to try that. Hey, thank you. Just be thank careful. So it's much. a little bit thicker. Right. And that way you don't, if you have <laughs> okay. an issue with milk or anything, you don't have to worry about it because it's yeah. just that premier protein. But understand it's yeah. a little bit thicker so you have to make sure you scrub that and get that off the end of your little, you know, the, the steam wand. So. Okay. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so very much again. And then um, last but not least, can we please, could you please uh, let our audience or listeners know where where they can contact you, um, like your social media and your book? Um, I did mention your book link and your, I believe it's your uh, website, but just your Facebook, Twitter, your handles. I'm I'm easy. I'm Ed Parco everywhere. Um, it's a unique <laughs> last name, and there's not many Edwards left in my in my family, so I was able to get Ed Parco and Edward Parco. But I'm Ed Parco everywhere across Instagram, okay. um, YouTube, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, everywhere you can find me. And then the easiest way to find my book is just go to getedsbook.com. It takes you actually to my website book page and click on the link and it'll take you over to Amazon so you don't have to search because a lot of people misspell my last name. It's P-A-R-C-A-U-T. And everybody usually adds another A in there or flip around the A and yeah. the U and that's okay. So it's edsbook.com. Okay, excellent. And so this ends our interview. Thank you again, Ed. It's been a pleasure having you on. And um I look forward to hopefully having you on in the future as well. Okay, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much, Ed. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate it. Have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Okay, everyone. That was the magnificent Ed Parco. He was wonderful, very knowledgeable, and um, pleasant to listen to and just filled with a lot of gems. So please uh, pick up his book and also go to his website, support his podcast. You know, we're out here um, making it happen and giving of ourselves. It's it's really a great thing to have a lot of support. You know, we're supporting each other. We really need that in our new America. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening to Coffee Chat with Camille. You can also find this episode. It's called Strategies for Achieving Financial Freedom with Ed Parco at Camille. Oops, sorry. Coffee Chat with Camille.com. Okay. And um, I think I'm probably going to listen to it and edit it a little bit. I don't do a whole lot of editing um, because I don't. I like my interviews to be very authentic. I'm a very new journalist, and so um, I really like, you know, to uh, present as is and not a whole lot of editing. I try to make everything super mega perfect, um, but really just. Um, introduce material and guests to you that can inspire you also that are available to assist you with something you may need assistance with, right? So we all need financial freedom. We're especially living, you know, California is very, very expensive. That's what I do know. And so um, I was really paying attention to Ed when he was speaking on um, home ownership and also with the real estate market, with the financial market, because I'm pretty sure we're in a recession. Um, but we have a lot of tools 
to make a lot of this go away. We just have to do better. You know, our legislators just have to work together a little bit more, right? Maybe a lot more, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a legislator. So anyway, again, thank you so much for listening to our wonderful show today with Ed Parko. Okay? And I hope you all have a magnificent weekend. I have three guests coming up tomorrow. I think I'll have a, a additional show this evening around five-ish to announce my next guest that will be here. Okay? Because, um, like I said, I really try to bring to you the listener um, quality guest, and uh, they're all very distinguished. So I appreciate every last one of them. And uh, now I get to add Ed to my guest list. So it's pretty, pretty cool. All right. Thank you all so much. Have a great weekend again. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Coffee Chat with Camille.